Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Sammy Callahan. The one know each other under Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hey, yeah. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the rated R superstar, Nick Davies. On this day, I see clearly, and everything has come to life. Good evening. Oh, it gave me such an ulcer bridge. Why does it get me albums out and listen to it? <sighs> I think I listened to it. I was driving home from a mate's house after I had to put it on full blast. Um, no, yeah, best thing tune of all time. Look, I think Miles Kennedy is probably one of the best. He has one of the best voices in the world. And then they came in the club Oswich. in Newcastle back in um, September, and I lost my damn mind. <laughs> and we have the host of the ROH Review, Oliver Newman. Good evening. Uh, you right? Yeah, all good. Thanks, yourselves. Yeah, I'm very fun. Yeah. I'm absolutely excited and buzzing to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, it's two amazing shows this weekend. So it's, it's it's a good start to twenty twenty. It's been an f- absolutely fantastic start, and um, it's fulfilled a lot of hope that was slowly fading away towards the middle part of twenty nineteen. Where I was like, I don't know how much longer I can go on like this. But <laughs> uh, Sunday, it's Saturday and Sunday. Sunday in particular, just remind you why why we love it so much and why nothing in the world is better than this. Is why I absolutely love it. Absolutely love everything about the sport. Well, the sport, the entertainment, love it. <laughs> so we're going to have no quiz, no debate this week. We're planning on pretty much doing a full review of both Royal Rumble and Worlds Collide. So, all right, so should we start with uh, Worlds Collide? So mm-hmm. uh, the show started with Finn Balor versus uh, Dragunov. Um, I thought this was a great opener um, with Balor being. I thought I thought Balor gave was really given to Dragunov and made him. Got him to shine before Balor went for the win. Um, which, but I think the important thing was Gragunov came out of this looking great in front of a bigger crowd, which he deserves. So, and hopefully, he moves on to a title feud with Walter. Yeah, I think it was everything we kind of expected um, from the match, uh, in the sense that mm. one with the winner, Finn Balor, I think Balor was, it was the correct decision, winning first and foremost. But obviously, another non surprise. But more relief that Dragunov did come off it looking absolutely excellent. The commentary seemed a great, great job putting him over as well. And um, yeah, it's the right. It was a fantastic opening to a show, which obviously was a um, fantastic weekend of wrestling. So uh, these two men deserve a lot of credit. They got the ball rolling, so to speak. But um, as I say, it was um, also the start of very correct booking as well. Over the weekend, so it's going to be a very common theme that you'll hear me be talking about over the um, course of the show this evening. Yep. Um, but no. Really, really great start to us. So, good weekend. I thought he was shaky in the early going, uh, dragging off, but he grew into the match and then it got better as it went on. Um, and then, as we predicted, uh, Balor would get the win. So, yeah, good start to the show. But, um, once again, just want to quickly mention this the, the pre show match between uh, Kaylee Ray and um, Mia Yim was really, really good. And I would uh, advise anyone to go and check it out. And then Jordan Devlin became the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Um, won it from Angel, Gar- Angel Garza. Um, and the match also featured Swerve Scott and Travis Banks. A really fun match. I'm so happy for Devlin. Um, interested to see where this goes. Whether he'll stay on NXT or he might take the title to NXT UK. Who predicted it last week on the show? Someone did, Me. Right? I thought it would be a really good idea. Yeah. You, you said it, Chris. You did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well done. Uh, so that was the first thing I actually I thought of when the match was announced. But um, I think since you'd said it last week, I was thinking, oh, um, how can we freshen up NXT? And when you said it about freshening up the Cruiserweight division, yeah, it made a lot of sense. And um, really great reaction as well from when you really saw how much into him. A lot of, uh, it was uh, sort of emo- a lot of emotion pouring out of him. And um, 
yeah, sort of a great start for the Irish to the show, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then win the title. But um, no, 100% deserves it. He's won, as I mentioned on the show last week, sort of gone from strength to strength since he's joined NXT UK. Went from a bit of a sort of nobody, the shit Finn Balor as the chance came out, obviously. So, but uh, he's improved not just in, obviously, NXT UK, but across the world. He's been wrestling a lot more of the bigger indie promotions, so to speak, like your progress, etc. And... Um, a fitting tribute of hard work paying off and um, as I say it does certainly freshen up that division and sort of excited to see where, where him and the belt go from here Yeah and in this situation I just thought this was a brilliant cruiserweight match it reminded me of the WCW pay-per-view matches where the, the pay-per-view was terrible but the cruiserweights tore it up yeah. um, not saying was Collide was terrible but you know you get my point um, this was just you know balls to the wall all action match. The the things that they were doing were, were ridiculous. The the uh, transition into the Canadian destroyer by Travis Banks was outstanding. Um, you know, just just brilliant. And like uh, Nick just said, there we we didn't know too much about Jordan Devlin, and then obviously he got Finn Balor uh, tagged to his uh, to his name and his reputation, but. With the uh, matches against Tyler Bay and this uh, cruiserweight four-way match and becoming the new uh, NXT uh, cruiserweight champion, he's made a believer out of me. Uh, two fantastic performances and a, uh, a worthy uh, NXT champion. Cool. Then we had a dream match between DIY and Mustache Mountain. I thought this was a tremendous piece of booking. Yeah, the, the match slowly escalated the crowd was completely into it and then it was a beautiful tag team wrestling that stole the show i thought yeah oh, well, so oh, go on, nick no, no you go you go first okay um yeah uh, we, we we said on the preview show that this was just going to be fantastic and the, you know they gave them enough time they told a brilliant story uh, you know it was all about uh, sportsmanship in the beginning and it got more and more uh, intense and aggressive and yeah, just just really good. Love the um, Gargano and Champer on the ring apron, uh, patting themselves on the back, which has mm-hmm. like made its way in uh, gift form and probably gone viral. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that that was pretty cool. And then uh, uh, once again, uh, love the, the sportsmanship after the match ended. It was as perfect as a, a tag team match can be. I think. Yeah, even um, before the match, um, I was really happy and delighted with the um, pop that uh, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate got as well. Um, really good pop, um, especially when they came out. Great. So it's, it's one of my favourite entrance themes as well. I know he's all, I know on the subject of entrance themes on the start, but I, I do really like Trent Seven and Tyler Bate's entrance theme yeah. as well. <laughs> um, but no, the match was absolutely outstanding. You know, obviously. Uh, no secret, I'm a big fan of tag team wrestling. This uh, just ticks all the boxes what you want. Um, I, I, um, I obviously forgot how much I do enjoy watching Gargano and Champa as a team as well. I like their little spot where they sort of sit, sit on the apron as well. Um, on the end, on the obviously on the apron of the ring. I think that's um, I think that's absolute class when they do that. Really good little spot. Um, but overall, very sort of high paced match. And again, another sort of theme that everyone comes out of this. Little, very strong, very good. Um, a bit of a surprise in the terms of who actually won the match. I don't think we. I think of last week. Am I right in saying none of us predicted this? I, th- I, th- I thought. I thought Mustache Mountain were going to win. There's going to be some infighting or a mm. Finn Balor interference yeah, I, or something. I, I, I think well, we both said that, and because of it being NXT versus NXT UK, they needed to get some wins. Basically, so it's a bump yeah, up win. yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that was a nice little surprise from my point of, um, or from our point of view, I should say. And um, but no, I mean, again, really nice that DIY. Obviously, they've got option of DIY. Um, I've liked the whole sort of build. This. I think this again proves that you can build to a match as well very quickly because I feel like it was sold quite well, just like the case of last week. So. And two obviously major stars in XT. I like just like a little touch of hey, you seen they calling us out on Twitter? Fancy it again, a little reunion. Yeah. Um, nice little casual and it can be as simple as that. It really can. I mean, it's not yeah. again it proves it's not rocket science to build a feud to a feud if you are a bit short space time. You'd have to do some ridiculous angle or anything to try and get there in the space of a week. You can be something as simple as is this, especially of modern day sort of technology, modern day social media. Um but no, great little match and um 
again, um, so sky's the limit, obviously, for, for Gargano and Tommaso. And um, again, Bait and Seven coming out of this looking very good, and especially um, Tyler Bait as well, because we saw that with the um, later on after the match, the backstage altercation um, mm-hmm. with obviously Balor attacking uh, Champa, uh, sorry, attacking, trying to attack Johnny Gargano and Champa. The Bates obviously getting involved. Um, you could potentially see even a Bait Balor match further down the line, or it sort of incorporates Balor, uh, Bait, sorry, into more of a, that bit more of the full time role that. Um, role on XT that was mentioned that's been mentioned quite often. So hopefully this could be the style of bait. So slowly edging on to the NXT. I don't so I just want to say away from NXT UK, but I think you get the points. Yes, definitely. All right, then we had uh, Ripley retaining the championship against Tony Storm. Um, something with this match didn't quite click with me. I'm not sure what it was. Maybe it was just difficulty of t- being straight after an excellent tag team match, but I thought it was all right. It was a physical match, but I just never felt that Tony Storm was going to win the title at any point. I think just in this match, for me, it was uh, lack of time given to the match. And then it, you know, uh, Rhea Ripley went down with that like neck injury and you couldn't tell whether it was legit or if it was uh, a part of the story because she yeah. held on to a neck a lot in the match. Um, so, so yeah, it was um, out, out of the matches that they've had so far. It was probably the the, the least in, enjoyable, but it, it was still it was still a decent match on the on the uh, the show. I think I agree with you there, Chris. Uh, well, both of you, to be fair, in different sort of ways. Um, I think I do agree, with Chris. It's something about it just didn't really click for me. Um, I. Again, I agree as well. I believe it was because the tag match was so good. Uh, it is always hard to then go on to another match, especially a match that was probably one of the most matches with the most anticipation, I'd say, for the whole show. Um, so that's what made it difficult after it's following a, obviously such a superb tag team match. Um, but saying so, you know, maybe yeah, ten if they gave it that maybe a five ten minutes more, it could have we could have come away feeling a bit different about it. That's a very good point. But um, as I say, try not to be look for the negatives on what was a fantastic weekend. Um, yeah. It was um, as I say, I think again with um, Ripley and Storm. They obviously they they they've worked so well in the past. Uh, I think again maybe that again that could be another reason why it didn't click with us because of high expectations and what they've set in the past. It just may have not clicked. I think as well with women wrestling taking that again. I'm not trying to obviously make it any patronising at all, but I think women's wrestling's got that such a high bar now. It's on par of the men. It's to expect obviously a great sort of match now these days. And um, again, not so to say it was that. Bad blow the belt, but I think with with someone's with very high expectations, they're not often fulfilled, and that's always going to be that. This won't be the first time, and it certainly won't be the last for for women's wrestling going forward. Yeah, and and just quickly before we talk about the main event, I want to say that uh, uh, World's Cloy did really well with the segments outside the ring, like Nick said about the Gargano uh, Finn Balor one, but there was also uh, Tiga Knox and Dakota Kai and. Uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans oh, and Ridolin. Um, oh, I love that. Uh, so, uh, really good in building anticipation for the um, for NXT this week and and in the future. I absolutely love Riddle and Dunn as a tag team. I think they're my favourite tag team at the moment. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm loving it. I love this, this week when uh, with Riddle feet dreaming away and Dunn going whilst you're up in the clouds. Um, <laughs> no, it's. Uh, Riddle's going to smoke you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely love it. And I love that they're making the reference. Well, I've got a bit to say about Riddle later on, so, uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I, right. I just love the way he took it, and he was like, you know, as soon as you said that, I'd lost complete focus, and then the fans just chanted that. It was a brilliant, really good. All right, so then in our main event, um, Imperium defeated Undisputed Era. So, um, I thought it was a really fun match. It was a shame that um, Wolf got took out so early, which made it a handicap match, and he kind of had to rejig. It took me a couple of minutes to figure out how the match was going to go, but I think everybody got their chance to shine. Walter looked like a beast, and the crowd treated him like a big deal, which I think was the point of this match, was to get Walter over to a uh-huh. bigger crowd. So, Yeah, I think in, in this situation, when it becomes four against three, because I, I missed Wolf getting taken out, and I was like, mm-hmm. where is he? As this turned into an elimination match, and then obviously we uh, watched the replay back, and and then well, he was given little snippets of information during the match. There was yeah. never a replay of obviously the injury, so 
had to wait until afterwards and then um, heard about the injury and it's really unfortunate and um, you know he said he's he's doing better so that's good and yeah the, the only thing I'd, I'd say in this situation is the same uh, feelings and thoughts that I had on the the women's war games match I'm not mm. sure if uh, at a disadvantage the disadvantage team should win yeah I think um, I obviously I didn't watch this live I did watch it on the Monday but had um, I did watch it on Saturday Night Live I think the first of all after we like well, nothing's beaten this than this weekend. This match was, yeah, I think, obviously they're already on a goal. No, no, no matches in this match this weekend. This is going to smash it because it was, um, it was a fantastic main event. It's really what we all expect. Really, four, obviously, four and four, two of the best, two of the best stables around in wrestling. Um, and um, I think I completely agree. Everyone did get their chance to shine. There were some superb spots. And um, absolutely just delighted they did give the win to Imperium. I, I don't think any again any of us would have predicted this last week. And it doesn't seem like we've done very well by the Devlin on predictions uh, <laughs> for this show. But uh, no, I really didn't expect Imperium to win, but really glad they did. Then and another thing as well, they are very over as well. I know undisputed are so over, probably one of the most over. Well, one of the most over. Adam Cole's one of the most over superstars in the whole of the company. I think um, I think say Walter and Imperium a bit more. Bit more exposure, a bit more high level. They could really, um, say certainly be that next big stable in NXT, depending on what happens, obviously, after WrestleMania's in terms of call ups. I know, obviously, it goes back towards more live in America, but mm. when someone's this big, I think, as I say, it can only be the matter of time, especially when it keeps delivering stellar performances like that in, in the ring. And just quickly before we, we uh, finish up with this review. Um, I did the poll on Twitter for Match of the Night and overall thought on, thoughts on the show. Um, firstly, the Match of the Night, uh, according to our Twitter followers, is uh, DIY versus Mustache Mountain, and I'm sure we all agree with that. Yes. And in terms of the overall thoughts on the show, uh, the, the overall percentage was excellent. So, um, yeah, a really good show. Oh, brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mad Dog, Mike Angus from TNT Extreme Wrestling. Make sure to listen out for Broken But Glorious podcast. Rock on! Okay, so we'll move on to the Royal Rumble. So, firstly, what a show. I loved it. <laughs> um, the show opened with Roman Reigns defeating King Corbin. And I thought it was an okay match. I thought, um, it was a bit of a slow walk and brawl around the arena, but I didn't think it really got exciting until Rudolph and Usos got involved. It certainly wasn't Triple H McFoley, put it that way, from uh, Royal Rumble 2000. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I think overall, I think this match, you never really, you weren't going to, obviously, a match of the year, were you? Let's all be honest. It was, the feud's been, I think the feud itself has been a bit of a train wreck. It's It's been the worst part of SmackDown, in my opinion. I, I've not enjoyed one second of it. The dog food stuff, the dog food segments have lived. Dog food, funny enough, they've it's been um it, it has been a very crap food. It's been sort of feels like it's gone on for about twenty billion years as well, the feud. Um so I think <laughs> that was always gonna play on people's minds. The match itself I actually quite enjoyed. I thought there were some very good spots, especially as you rightly so, Chris, when the Usos and Rude and Ziggler got involved, uh, which the match did in all fairness. Um, so I loved the I don't know which Uso it was when he dived off the um when he dived off the sort of the stage or the state of sort of the upper tier of the seats. That yeah, was um that's fun. That was a fantastic spot. Um, I think they were always going to do something with the toilets, weren't they? I think my mate, my, a couple of mates, I was going to called it before the match. It start, they'll do something with the toilets. Uh, Disappointed uh, they didn't come out of blue stuff. Blue you? paint, yeah. <laughs> That's what we was saying. But um, no, overall, um, it was actually a better match. But for the love of God, I just hope this feud is over. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think, do, do you think this feud is over now? Because I don't remember them having much interaction in the room. The weird thing is, I um, I actually really like both men. Uh, uh, for, for different, complete reasons. Um, and more so one because I probably like him for things I shouldn't like him for, uh, being <laughs> Corbin, that one. But um, no, um, so the match was fine. It's, it's a good way to end it. It was obviously a, a gimmick match, which is always the way to end a, um, obviously to end a feud. And um, as I say, it's done the job. It's got Reigns, a big wind. Um, and as I say, Corbin's still that sort of sort of devilish heel, especially as later on in the night goes on. As later on in the night we saw again. So, no, good match, good open to the show. And, um, yeah, please say it's over. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, uh, for myself, one, once again, just uh, talking quickly about the kickoff matches. Uh, Seamus against, I'm never going to call him Shorty G, Chad Gable and Humberto versus Andrade really did a great job in pumping up the crowd. You guys really need to check out the kickoff matches and pre-show matches. Um, but yeah, in terms of this, I, I disagree with Nick. I thought the dog food stuff actually worked in building um, animosity between between the two guys. Uh, in terms of, of this match, it was, uh, you know, Reigns getting his win back. But my concern uh, with what you were saying, Nick, about the feud ending is they've kind of got one big win each, TLC and the Royal Rumble. And they, they kind of that. do like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they kind of do like, uh, you know, tri- uh, what's it called, trios and um, I don't know. But yeah, there the might be another match maybe on a SmackDown and stuff just to uh, make sure you're miserable for a little bit longer. <laughs> Loser eats a dog food <laughs> match, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably going to be. The, the last time they did that was uh, British Bulldog, wasn't it? Mm. All the way yeah, back. Um, was Ken, Sh- Ken Shamrock. Yeah, British Bulldog against Ken Shamrock, wasn't it? At the Women's Royal Rumble. So I thought this was a vast improvement over the last two Royal Rumbles. It was, I thought it was pretty great overall. Um, so Bianca Belair entered at number two and got a monster run. Um, she lasted 33 minutes and eliminated eight women. So... I, th- I now think that she has a chance against Rhea Ripley now. How, how amazing she looked here. So. I think in, in this situation, she's, she is the Charlotte Flair of NXT. Mm-hmm. And, and it was kind of like, um, you know, in the, in the title opportunities that she had, it's like you don't know what you've got with her. Maybe like NXT management didn't realise what they've got with her. She's always been being good and, and could have took the title before Rhea Ripley did. Um, but yeah, this just kind of solidifies her position in um, NXT and, and WWE. And yeah, just uh, the first shot towards superstardom and with NXT Portland coming up. Yeah, she does definitely have a, a, a huge shout against Rhea Ripley. The only thing that goes against that is uh, Rhea Ripley's won the title recently, hasn't she? With, um, in terms of booking, yeah, this is one of the absolute many things that WWE got spot on in both Rumbles. Um, NXT, you want an NXT person to dominate. And um, a big fan of the way Numbers won and did stay in for quite a while. Um, yeah, it kind of reminded me of um, Shawn Michaels and Bulldog back in the Bulldog, day. Bulldog, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I've heard from, from uh, that's what two friends were actually saying when we were watching it. Um, it was reminding them of that. They're a bit older than me, I must point out. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, um, it was. Um, but I also agree with what you're saying right from the off. Uh, definitely the best women's rumble. It much better than 2018 and 2019. It was my favourite women's rumble they've done. Um, as I say, and um, I really, yeah, it was great to see Bianca Belair for a, a bit of instant good booking. As you say, it gets so strong ahead of her uh, match NXT Portland against Rhea Ripley. And um, again, adds a bit of dominance. Obviously, I hope you probably think she might be one of the ones that gets called up after WrestleMania based on that. Um, and straight away, especially when she does get called up, fans are instantly, obviously, engaged with who the character is and everything. Because they see, presuming the fans still don't, some fans obviously still won't watch NXT, but they will certainly were watching the Royal Rumble. Gives mm-hmm. that exposure. She comes across, she's obviously got a little gimmick calling herself the EST. So, um, I'd say she's obviously certainly main roster ready. Um, shall we talk about the use of the legends then? So we um, had Molly Holly come in at number three last night. Uh, it wasn't Molly Holly. Oh, sorry, yeah, Macy Molly. Mighty sorry. Molly. Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's always lovely to see uh, Molly Holly. She's just yeah. uh, brilliant. She, she looked great. Uh, she lasted over ten minutes, and yeah, she didn't she didn't botch. She she looked great for the lady. Just being in mid forties now. Yeah, definitely. Do we include Beth Phoenix as a legend? Or yeah. We, do we, do we include? Yeah. Yeah, all the family, yeah. yeah uh, oh, oh, that knock to the back of her head was sick. Oh. I'd read her by the end of it. I was like, what? what? That's a weird kind of dye. Why would you die yeah. <laughs> underneath your blonde hair? And I realised it was blood. And then I thought Charlotte's was bleeding, but it wasn't. It's just Beth's blood was all over Charlotte's face as well. Was, oh. <laughs> so, uh, so much credit for this. And... Um, 
Um, I think absolutely fantastic. Obviously, I know they've checked if she's all right. She clearly was all right. But to carry on in that professionalism as well, she obviously didn't phase her at all. And also yeah. to her competitors as well, seemed to phase them as well with the cut. Because it was, it was towards the end, it was spewing blood, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, it was absolutely coming out and it was lashing out. So fair play to her for really carrying a lot of respect for that. And um, this one still looks good. She, I thought she looked in good nick last year and she won on it. Was it last year she was involved in the tag team match as the Divas of... She was, uh, she was at Mania last year, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. She, last, yeah, she, yeah, lasted, yeah. she lasted 23 minutes and she looked great considering she hasn't wrestled since Mania. And even her, bit of, um, a great bit of booking by WWE as well. Like the Natalia, she got revenge on Natalia by lifting her from last hmm. year. So little things like that, really, again, really, really impressive from, from WWE not to, uh, I think we all have sort of short-term memory loss again. And uh, <laughs> little, little touches like that do go a long way. I don't know if it's just me, but I really do respect and acknowledge the small little touches like that. Right, then we had uh, Kelly Kelly doing her best Tory Wilson impression, I thought. So she seems to be doing all Tory Wilson's movesets. <laughs> well, um, she, was only, she was only in the match, wasn't it? Because of, um, she, was a, she was a late replacement for Sasha Banks, apparently. I heard. She's beautiful, though, isn't she? Obviously, loved seeing her, uh, Kelly Kelly. Um, um, no, it was nice seeing her. And she, yeah, she, again, she had a few nice spots in there. Yeah, she came, um, in, came in, did her spots. She was gone in two minutes, didn't harm anything. <laughs> But no, I um always nice to see Kelly Kelly. Uh, really enjoyed her in Studio Fan, wasn't an eight, and maybe for the obviously not necessarily the wrestling sort of side of things, but <laughs> um no, she's great. It was great to see her. Always looks very happy, doesn't she? Tina Morella then finally. So, okay. mi- mi- mixed opinion on Santino's inclusion in the match. So did you enjoy it? Or what are your thoughts on including the male in the I've seen mixed things about this. I- I've seen a lot of mixed stuff about this. Uh I mean I don't want again, I don't want to focus on Tibbs. I don't want to be one of these fans who just tries to poke negative stuff as out of out of match because it was such a great weekend. Um but yeah, it is, it, part of me wants to say it's a bit respectful they're giving it to an NXT superstar. Uh, they could have actually given it to a woman competitor. We're not in sort of the, uh, the, the Divas period anymore. Back in 2009 when it was all a joke. However, um, I did like, and I did hear this on a podcast. It made me really think, whilst I found the set quite funny at the start, there was also a bit of seriousness with the fact that um, Santee did come in and limit herself, thinking, actually, hang on, the division's not a joke anymore. I'm actually going to limit myself. I don't get involved in this anymore. They're, they're yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so there was a little bit of a nod to that in my, oh, actually, I'm going to get out of here because it's not a joke anymore. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll take the positive from that. But yeah, maybe it is a bit. It, say we're not we're not we're not back in the day uh, it was sort of 10 11 years ago we had moved on in a very very fantastic way they could have given it to another female superstar but again it's the world it's funny it's a laugh and it was so there was that little touch of seriousness doing that one See, but when you say that though nick what about the legends that have taken current superstars uh, positions in the rumble in past rumbles so you know uh, in, in terms of taking someone's spot, obviously with with who, who it was and and the character and stuff, it, it might be seen as a bit demeaning. But um, I think I think just look at it, like I said, from a positive aspect and from like a comedic aspect, it was it was funny, it was quick, and in Santino, Santina eliminated herself when she realised she can't cut it anymore. So <laughs> there you go. And then we had a uh, Shayna enter at number thirty, um, a late monster run eliminating eight people. So she should have won the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's, that, is, that is the only thing they got wrong in this rumble. It's it was a shocking decision to to have Charlotte win it. it really yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Shayna didn't win. They've just been building the story since Survivor Series and they're losing the NXT title. That's going to be Becky versus Shayna at Mania. So. So um, it's, Charlotte does, it's, doesn't seem to be a popular winner. So what for? I've read and listened to online. So it, it's the second time in two years that she's in the the WrestleMania uh, women's match or just the WrestleMania match that she shouldn't be in. Um, and it's, it's no offense to, to Charlotte. It's just um, you know it, it should have been Ronda versus Becky at WrestleMania, and it should have been uh, Shayna Baszler versus Becky at this WrestleMania. And Charlotte's still going to be, you know, in a position on the card where it's, you know, she's still going to be on the card in a, in a good way. She'll probably be fighting for the, the other women's title and stuff. But, um, 
yeah, just they 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 really messed up by not having Shayna Baszler win this one. Um, it uh, stopped me from enjoying this rumble as much as as you guys have so far. The the winner really really uh, left the sour taste. I, I, I didn't like that Charlotte eliminated both Bianca Belair and Shayna as well. No, I think um, as I say, with Shayna again, I wanted. I'll be honest, I wanted Shayna hundred percent. But part of me like, was I, I, in my moods and about some prude at the time. I thought it was a load of rubbish. I wasn't too impressed. Um, but then part of me was thinking, actually, hang on. I never predicted Charlotte to win it. So there was that bit of element of surprise. I know, yes, she has been before. But then again, she is probably one of the best, if not the best, female superstar in the entire roster. So surely she's really got to be in one of the, in one of the female high-profile matches. Uh, there's still a long way to go in terms of obviously we still have what, two two over just over two months until Mania, so things can change in terms of champions who she might face. I mean, I haven't seen Raw, um, so I don't know who she's chosen to face. Um, she's even made that decision on Raw, so I haven't seen it yet. Um, so there's a long way to go. Um, if they do go down the Becky Charlotte sort of routes, then. Uh, well, then obviously so, but we have seen the match before. We've seen it a lot, but then obviously the matches are never exactly rubbish and boring. So uh, I'm, as I say, I'm not as annoyed about it as I was at the time. It's it's obviously a time to settle in, and I think now I think almost WWE with their terms of how they've gone about 2020 in terms of booking, I think they've kind of earned my trust in thinking, okay, hang on, they can maybe book us into a into a good scenario, but before the worries are they're obviously going to book us into a brick wall again sort of thing. So <laughs> I'm more than prepared to give it a go to see where, they, where they're going to go, uh, where they are going to go with this. Uh, but yeah, disappointed Shane didn't win. Glad though, obviously again, focusing on the positive, glad she did move, eliminate eight superstars along the way. So straight away showed a bit of fierce. I love the way she came in and cleared house. That was fantastic. Again, runner up, so no disrespect to her. She's still technically an NXT, NXT superstar. So obviously obviously before she had a fantastic obviously win at, uh, obviously win at Survivor Series. So there's, there's still loads to, to go as Shayna. And who's to say that there's still perfectly reasonable, perfect, very more than um, more than a chance that she will be in a high-profile match at WrestleMania. So, um, as I say, certainly excited to see where it goes. And um, as I say, yeah, but slightly disappointed. I was more angry at the time, but now just slightly disappointed with the eventual winner. But certainly, um, yeah, more more than intrigued to see where it goes from here. So, which one do we do? You think she will swerve us and go for the SmackDown or the NXT title? Um, just, just one quick one. Uh, Becky, no, she'll. I think if I was going to choose now, I think she'll go for Becky. Mm. I've still got be... a funny feeling that Ronda might appear. I reckon it might be a rematch. Well, you can say you didn't beat me at WrestleMania last year. Yeah, I think there's there's still ways you can go and make it into a credible match. And don't get it wrong, I completely understand people's frustrations with it. We've seen it before. It's arguably been done to the death. But so the matches have never been un, sort of un, un um, they've never been sort of that bad. Sort of thing. they've almost been sort of unwatchable sort of thing. Um, but yeah, there, there is ways you can go about it. And certainly use that one as an example. All right, so after the Women's Royal Rumble, Bailey retained against Lacey Evans. I thought this was okay. I thought the, the, it was a bit flat probably because it followed the Rumble. Plus, I don't get Evans' face turn. They're just trying to do the same tired old pro-USA gimmick, which hasn't worked since the 80s. and 90s. It doesn't work on a non-American crowd, I don't think. It's... Yeah, I think I've, I've, Lacey Evans is one that's actually true. I've, I've um, changed my opinion on it. At the start of the year, it was she was pretty much unwatchable um, in, in terms of wrestling ability. I mean, from memory, that match against Charlotte or Natalia and Raw was uh, it was absolutely disgraceful. Like in terms of wrestling for, for that level, it was it was terrible. Um, but this, I think she's improved a lot. I've actually liked the way she's taken on her character. I think she's done it well. I know you could say easy way to get uh, the fans over, but I think they yeah, should acknowledge her past. And if that's what gets her over, that's what gets her over. She's doing actually a better job as a face than a heel. Um, and I've I've actually quite enjoyed the feud with Bailey and um, with Sasha's going a bit AWOL. Uh, and the match, yeah, I say it was it was always going to be really tough to to uh, obviously follow the Royal Rumble. And I think in recent years, matches have always tend to struggle after the first Royal Rumble. Um, from 28 since they've gone to two Royal Rumbles and a show 
I think, yeah, matches that do tend to sort of go a bit slow. So, though, um, but yeah, it was, um, as I say, it was a reasonable match and uh, been a reasonable feud, in my opinion. I think, uh, you know, just quickly with this, I think he just uh, ended before he got going, uh, really. Um, just just ended out of nowhere. I, I don't mind the feud. Um, it's... It, it's been okay. Uh, I, I don't mind the, the the face turning because obviously it's in like involving her daughter and um, her being a, a Lacey Evans that is being a former Marine is something to be celebrated. Uh, um, obviously in in WWE and and in the military and stuff. So um, I understand the face turn uh, based on uh, you know obviously those those elements. I think. She is, um, you know, she's she's done well so far with it. Um, I've enjoyed the segments with with her and Bailey. I just, in terms of this match, I think it was was okay for what it was, but it did uh, finish before it kind of got going. All right, then uh, again, the champion, the fiend, uh, retained against Daniel Bryan. Hooray! No red light. I was going to say, this, I thought this was a lot of fun. Brian was brilliant here. And I think it went just long enough. And it was, to me, it was The Fiend's best match so far by a long way. I loved how the first half was just him battering Daniel. And then the second half, he kind of got his second wind. And oh, the welts on the Brian's back, ow, by the end yeah. of it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they have another match down the line where Daniel eventually takes it off him. I... Go on, Chris. I was going to say, was the strap a plant-based strap? Because it's <laughs> super vegan. Yeah, highly unlikely. Um, <laughs> but for this, like, you know, for the last uh, almost 30 years of watching wrestling and stuff, all different strap matches, um, I, I thought this was fantastic. Yeah, I much uh, prefer this. You have to pin or submit. I hate it where you have to go touch all the. Yeah, corners. that's that's like the ball rope matches. Texas ball rope, yeah. A bit, yeah. So um, I thought the the strap would be a hindrance, which is why I said on Twitter and stuff. But it actually added to the match. Um, obviously, they could go in and, and have a, a normal singles match or a stipulation singles match, but the the strap actually did work uh, in in this feud and. Um, Daniel Bryan and, and Bray Wyatt, when they step in the ring, I mean, they just produce magic. They did it at Royal Rumble 2014, um, and they have had, you know, good matches ever since. So, uh, much like you, let's see another one down the line and, and Bryan win the title as a, a face once again. Yeah, it was my favourite themed match um, by pretty quite a distance, to be fair. In terms of actual wrestling matches, obviously, I loved the, the Finn Balor match at SummerSlam, but more for obviously a character building match, more the shock and etc. of that, as opposed to obviously a back and forth wrestling match. Um, yeah, this was great. The set of cuts on Brian's back off, really, I've got a lot of time for that, and um, even more respect for uh, for Brian um, than I already had because it was sort of like savage. And um, no, really enjoyed what I say. I, I would have you continued to be fair. So um, I know we've got these at the Saudi, Saudi show next. Um, I think they definitely stretch it out for another um, another four weeks at least. Yeah, just put another stipulation on it and you sort it, don't you? Mm. And he won it in Saudi, so maybe he might lose it in Saudi. Who knows? All right, so then, again, champion Becky Lynch retained against it. Oscar <laughs> by submission. I thought they both delivered in this match. Very, very good match. They both played their parts very well. They played on the history and the build of the match was great. Um, I don't have a huge amount to say about it. I just uh, I thought it was a really good match. It reminded yeah. me of the man. I think Becky Lodge should became kind of the man again. Some of the matches were getting a bit tame. Uh, I thought post sort of, well, even to be fair, even sort of post uh, WrestleMania, they were getting quite tame. I know it wasn't, you can't really help who she's get put in the feud with, but this really felt like the Becky the man match. I thought it was really great. I thought the spot at the end was fantastic with the kick to the disc. Um, I thought it was brilliant. Really nice little touch. And um, yeah, the correct winner and... Um, but more so about the winner in the way in which Becky won. She does look like, as I say, she is becoming the man again and um, really getting back into the swing. And um, hopefully now she's in sort of full course in the WrestleMania season because, um, say, she should have held the belt for over, for over a year. And, um, 
Yeah, no, I'd say just um, say a very enjoyable watch. But um, breaking news, Becky is the man again. Yeah, much, much like yourself, just uh, just quickly with this. Um, you know, they they tore the house down in 2019 for the title, and they did the exact same thing uh, on Sunday. Uh, fantastic match. Dave, I had one problem with the match. Um, if I kicked you in the stomach, which way would your head go? <laughs> So it was just at the end of the match, Becky kicked Oscar in the stomach and her head went up. She blew the mist. But that's not how you, that happens if you kick somebody in the stomach. The head goes down. But I can see why they did it for the cool visual of the Oscar spraying the mist into the air, but just took me out of the moment for a sec. So, you know, that's, not, that's not how physics works. Your head doesn't fly back when you get kicked in the stomach. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, fun match. <laughs> That was my one and only qualm with it. All right, so we have the men's Royal Rumble match. So it started with Brock Lesnar at number one. Um, Brock Lesnar of the portion of the match, I thought it was really energetic, exciting, where he eliminated 13 guys. So what are your thoughts on the Brock portion first? So. Loved it. I abs- what I liked about it as well was, one, I think I was just waiting for Kane Velasquez, and what we kind of predicted last week, uh, there. I, I thought this was brilliant for loads of different ways. One, again, you had some. I think this. I think Brock deserves a lot of credit for this. Sense that one, it was random superstars actually coming out, and that was kind of the point of the. Mm. I like the way it was just proper random, like Morrison, Rude, sort of almost hills as well. I like the way the fact that he wasn't people at at, at will at the start over. He's, then there was patches where they start. It was like you know, like you're playing Crash Bandicoot, and you're sort of trying to eliminate bad guys. <laughs> and he sort of goes down from. <laughs> sort of five stars down to four. It felt a bit like that, the way you're knackering out the beast, funny enough, uh, with like Kofi, uh, Big E, and Rey Mysterio coming out to try and sort of, and they signed, Kofi was one who signed and got the momentum going, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, which was great. And then followed by some fantastic spots of this. I love that clothesline when he sort of used Big, when he used Big E as the, <laughs> when Big E was obviously using himself to try and hurt. Oh, yeah, that's the He jumped around. off his back, that was amazing. And it was just fantastic the way, like, whenever your superstar comes out, you almost got that football reaction. I mentioned earlier, like, come on, come on, son, you could do it. You really hang on the edge of your seat. And um, it was a big fight feel to it. So I thought the Ray spot was fantastic. Then when Keith and Braun came out, uh, I love the stare down with Ethan Brock. And um, again, it was sort of an unexpected. So I thought he'd come out at two or he'll be in the match when Brock's out. So great that it was stare down. Did Brock say to Heyman, who's this motherfucker? When... Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I love Brock. That was my favourite part of the Rumble. So it was just for them two minutes, Keith Lee in the Rumble with Brock just made them feel legit, made them feel like a star, and I want to see a match between them. No, a hundred percent, and I got me really wound up as well. They're doing the thing like I was sort of shouting, and it wasn't even thinking about WWE at this point. I was shouting, hit at Keith and Strowman, no, don't go for each other, you idiots, gang up on Brock. <laughs> Why are you going for each other? And then uh, Brock obviously learned that both, but little stuff like that was just like it was great. It really knackered Brock up. He just had to take on two absolute monsters, and then. Yeah, I'll, I'll, before we get on to what happened next, I'll let Oliver. Yeah, um, I, I was watching this and I was thinking, um, you know, he's just eliminating people. And like you said, <laughs> when he turned around to Paul Heyman and said that, oh, I just laughed my ass off. <laughs> I was, that was brilliant. <laughs> like the facials and everything, just, just brilliant. And I was like, you know, he's going to keep on eliminating people. And then it just dawned on me. I was like, the person who eliminates Brock Lesnar is gonna be over huge, um, yes. and and then obviously going to the to the rest of the room. Just quickly, um, I know it's out of sync and stuff, but the best um, way of staying in the Rumble happened in the women's Rumble when Otis was there to stop. Oh, uh, Man- I forgot about that. That's sexy, Otis. Oh. Yeah. Um, and that that's probably one of the best ways I've ever seen to stay in the rumble. I know it's out of sync, and I apologise for that, but just dawned on me. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I, I thought the, the the picks were brilliant for his for Brock to run through. They're mainly upper mid card to semi main events. Yeah, um, talents, lots of former champions, which so legitimised Drew finally eliminating Brock. It wouldn't have worked if. Well, wouldn't have had the impact of he was destroyed like Heath Slater and no, no way Jose and no, yeah. no Valley, etc. So they picked a great level of competitor for him to eliminate without compromising the later part of the Rumble. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Brock has now surely got the record for most eliminations because Braun's 13 happened in a 50-man Rumble. 
So like, mm-hmm. sure. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, in a couple of years they won't even mention the Graces for a Rumble anymore. Yeah, I think they need to get either level it or break it, which they've done. So I reckon we won't see Vaughn's mentioned. It'll be, it might even be almost like a Ben Wars type mention. They'll probably go two men of eliminated thirteen members ones, but the one is the the beast Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so um, yeah, they may uh, Ben War. They may even Ben War the uh, the mention of the Greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> All right, so uh, Brock's elimination. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. Uh, oh, the way he sold the Claymore. And you think, I keep, I'm sure Paul Heyman was telling him to stay down. Oh, so Brock was trying to get back up. So stay down a bit more. Sell it the, way, the way he flew over the ropes with the Claymore was incredible. It was that absolutely was And I want to beautiful. mention Ricochet as well. What a little touch that was. Little The boot. It's WWE, again, it, make, it fulfills my confidence, WWE booking, that they've obviously planned this before the Raw last week. They've obviously yes. gone, right, Ricochet, you're interrupting Ross. He's going to kick you in the nuts. And at the time on Raw, obviously, yeah. everyone like myself was pretty pissed off. Like, well, that's a bit, a bit disrespectful, what have you. And then that, and that's the great thing. It's really just great that they can actually do these sort of booking. Uh, and then, yeah, it comes out. No yeah. rocket science, though, Nick. Exactly. And it's, it's filled my confidence that they, they're not making it up as they're going on by the second. And uh, so Ricochet, great little spot with the nuts. And then, yeah, the Claymore, one of the best moves you want to build a star. They've done it in seconds. They have made someone gone up to a top card. Drew's never going to be here fighting a mid card again. This guy is a top star. They've done it. They've got someone to the Roman Reigns level, in my opinion. It's, it's done like that. The reaction on social media, just the animation alone was incredible. But it's like I said, this football celebration, when it happened, I lost my mind. I'm sure you guys probably did. It was fantastic. And then just the, the stare down was up there. And he actually drew, I love the way Drew eliminated. Didn't take his eyes off Brock whilst doing so. That, that was that was fantastic. And the commentators as well deserve a lot of credit. They really put Drew over. Brock himself was, again, he gets a lot of stick. He is one still one of the best. He is still one of the best guys going WW in terms of um, obviously being in the main card that can help put the stars over. He's just, he's just made Drew McIntyre's career, well, the, the career that we all wanted it to get pushed on. Brock has pushed it into the next level for Drew. The way he sold it, the stare down, just incredible. And, but yeah, one of my favourite moments, I think, the, the Drew eliminating Brock, I was actually probably my favourite part of the whole Rumble, which says it all about regardless of who actually went and actually won a match, which was my favourite part of the Rumble by a long distance and probably one of my favourite moments in WWE for a long, long time. See, for, for myself, uh, you know, for anyone who's listened to, to any of the reviews that we've done, knows how highly I think of Drew McIntyre. And I was always the one that's saying, you know, pull the trigger on him, pull the trigger on him, uh, you know, as, as quickly as you can. And then uh, predicted, you know, for him to have the trigger pulled on him in this match. Um, with the Brock Lesnar elimination, I was just thinking, I probably don't care how this match goes now. I still want Drew to win, don't get me wrong, but he's going to be facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania because of this elimination. And that's going to be awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. No, I just I can't, I can't go on it. But, uh, yeah, I think I was said that was just, just superb. Lost for words now again. <laughs> All right, so after Brock's elimination, the ring starts to fill up. Uh, not much to report until number twenty-one. Edge music hits. <laughs> you surprised he got it? He came in so early. I think it made it even better. I mean, I think, again, we go back to great booking. I mean, yes, I think with people might have criticised it coming too early, but then how many times do we see shot returns at 29.30? How many times do we see shot returns at 21? Not very often. So, um, yeah. embraced it. And I think it almost helped the booking as well, some, some sort of stuff that we saw going on as well. I think if he come out of 30, maybe people might have been a bit disappointed if he didn't win the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so I think they got it to a T. I think they really did. Um, and it allowed, obviously, other storylines to also take factor um, as well. I mean, whilst obviously it was amazing, it was great that they also didn't just focus, then just throw everything out the window in terms of, obviously, focusing on other storylines. They kept them relevant as well, which, again, goes back to how well they booked this. But, yeah, what a moment. And I loved when he just came out, you just saw the tear. We were, I was holding back the tears, but Edge deserves so much credit for holding back those tears. You just saw the emotion in his eye when... when well, they gave, the, they um, gave him pyro as well. Yeah. He looked the, amazing. The he, looked, he, looked a bit, he looked a bit grizzled with a bit of grey in his beard. Oh, he had that, like... I liked it. Oh, I liked, liked it. it. Looked, a bit like Logan and, uh, like Wolverine in the Logan film. Just looked a bit haggard, yeah. a bit grizzled. 
Yeah. But he's, I love the many the many RKO reunion as well. That was great. That was so, great. So I liked it. Yeah, you're yeah well, you're looking well. Yeah. Yeah. I love your That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said in the group chat. Uh, you know, have a rated RKO. Did they did they feud after they um, you know they were together in the tandem? Um, because you know I, I thought that was pretty cool. It certainly was. I loved, loved the arc and I loved the eliminator on Randy as well. I loved the little way he goes, goes to the arc and going, okay, yeah, just watch it. I, I'm the ultimate. Uh, as I said, it was like Edge went full for it. Edge is the ultimate. And then eliminates and was absolutely brilliant. Already you've set up a um, well, potential match there, which I think will suit Randy as well. Because I think I said it on the show, I think I've said it on the show last week or previous show that Randy, or the difference between Orton and Cena, or I think Cena. Back in going back, City adapted to wrestling sort of the modern day way. Mm. Orton, in my opinion, hasn't really. I think he struggled. He still does a lot of sort of slow technical moves when he's sort of wrestling in sort of the modern day again way of wrestling. So, but I think with, with this is no disrespect to Edge, but obviously the man's been out of it for eight years. <laughs> Look like he looked like he didn't miss came in with some of those spears, but I think it'll suit into a T and that'll be a, a great sort of way for Edge to obviously um, come back in. If that's still what you want to go, they may even go down a tag team. Sort of He's a, reportedly signed a three-year contract. This isn't like a Batista deal. Oh, oh so, wow. so he could be on a... I've heard mixed reports. Someone saying it'd be like a Brock Lesnar type deal. So we're not going to see him every week. Oh, that's he'll fine. Be brought, he'll be brought in for big matches. Don't think. I think that'll suit everyone. I mean, he's 40, the bloke's 46. Obviously a married man, kids. So I don't think anyone really minds about that. I think when you start putting titles on them, that's when... Bit annoying, but I, I don't. I think Edge knows how it works. If they want to use him to put over new stars, Edge would be more than happy to get on board. You could obviously. I think if they are, to, he's got a free deal. If they ask him a title, and I'm sure it's being like a Brock champion. He will see it out, and mm. he will see it out in the sense that he'll, he'll obviously on the run. He'll be on a few pay per views and what have you. Which again, no, I don't think anyone will. No one will complain. I think everyone will love it. Um, enjoy the moment, people. <laughs> this stuff just 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 doesn't happen every day. I know we've seen it with Brian. We've now seen it with Edge. It's it's just fantastic, and um, as I say, it's, ama- it's amazing it. how medical science has come on in the last ten years. Because ten years ago, it was wrestling again, you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> now he's always... spearing everybody. <laughs> just... Do you reckon I did that spear on a live show to see how it went? Yes, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, um, loved it. Do you have any more highlights before we get on to your thoughts on free winning? Um, one little touch: the AJ nation just wants to credit. Um, Everyone for obviously crypt you out. I did love Carl's with Carl Anderson's was fantastic when because yeah. we all said at the time, shit, was that a botch? Because uh, Anderson's reaction looked like absolute shock. But yeah, know, I hope I hope AJ's alright. Uh, nice. Separated the shoulder, so that sounds like so and all they won't miss, will he miss Mania? Nah, I don't think it'll be that long. Just hope for, he can miss Saudi, he doesn't really Maybe he's done it. He's, he's done it to miss Saudi on purpose. Um, but no, uh, all joking aside, you're a um, terrible person, you are, Nick. <laughs> all joking aside, um, hopefully he's um, all right, and it's not just a Saudi to miss Saudi, so he doesn't get held hostage over there. Um, um, so what happened to Matt Riddle? He was in for ninety seconds. Was it got eliminated? Is it just to get caught in heat? Here's the. Is that the, the guy or the smarks like? Let's get the people that he hates to eliminate him dead quick. Oh, I personally, I personally did, have all, did, all the time for that. I've, as much as I love Riddle, Riddle's probably my favourite NXT guy. I've got no qualms with that at all. It gets Corbin more heat. It, it gets that internet reaction. Oh no, you're not doing this to us, WWE. Riddle doesn't like he really cared that much. Riddle still be don't get me wrong. And then he can even get he can even lead to a potential match at WrestleMania. Riddle could then go and beat Rick Corbin in five, six seconds. Then they they are you've sold the you've sold obviously the problem, it's done. And Riddle will go on and obviously to a fantastic career. Um so no, I've got I've generally got not saying it because it was a happy ending in the end of the match and what have you. I I said at the time, ah, oh, it's funny. WWE either I, I found it funny. So I'm I'm all for it. I don't know if if this has been um, reported and kind of uh, confirmed, but wasn't there a confrontation between Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle backstage before the Yeah, show? I've heard mixed reviews. Heard apparently it was a sort of uh, punch up, then I've heard it was a um, just a verbal, it was just verbal conversation between the pair of them. Mm. So maybe that played a factor in how long he lasted in the Rumble. Yeah, I've heard that as well. All right, cool. So. 
what were your thoughts on Drew winning? Were you surprised Roman didn't? Because apparently this was a late decision to switch it to Drew. See, the last, thing... last week, we decided to give Drew. The, the thing that concerns me with, with Roman Reigns and the Rumble, like I look at it, like every Rumble he's been in, he's been quite close to winning it every time. He's, which... been, in the, he's been in the last three in every Rumble he's been in. Yeah, exactly, which is, is not a good situation for him in terms of being shoved down uh, your throat kind of thing. But, um, yeah, just... This is just the so... fourth time he's been a runner-up. Third time he's been a runner-up. It's, it's either one of those, I'm mm. not sure. Don't have the, the figures. Yeah, 2017, he was... 2017, he was runner-up. 2018, I believe he was runner-up. And, 16, um, he was third to last, wasn't he? So yeah. last fifteen obviously won it. Fourteen he's done it three times. He was runner up in fourteen as well. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah, just just in, in terms of that, but in you know, for, for Drew, uh, like I've said a little bit earlier and stuff, uh been his his biggest fan in WWE for the longest time because, you know, he's uh he's really brought it since he's come back and yeah, just uh, overjoyed for him and uh, you know, uh, there's no doubt in my mind he'll he'll be choosing Brock Lesnar now he's won and stuff. So um, yeah, can't wait for that match and uh, the uh, the first ever uh, Scottish uh, WWE champion. Well, Scottish British. and British. and British too. So yeah, that'd be wicked. Only oh, needs to wait for in English. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't believe he was a heel up until Sunday night, would you? Uh, the reactions he's got over Twitter. I know, obviously, on Raw, there was a bit of a, um, obviously a, a slight face turn. It wasn't a proper... In fact, actually, technically, it wasn't. Just then started, obviously, saying he's going to kick the crap out of Randy Orton, who, who was a face. So, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think this is, again, booking. I think it's going like a broken record, but the booking was just <laughs> incredible. It's, it's making a star there, and then it is fantastic. And he is probably going to be one of the most over superstars now for, for a year. Um, I don't. I hope it doesn't go. Obviously, the Seth the, the Seth way where it will start to go tired and then boom sort of thing. <laughs> um, I'm sure it won't. Because, but um, no, absolutely. I've just been loving obviously all the reaction on Twitter with fans sort of taking we're taking a Drew McIntyre army to um to, to sort of to um to Tampa Bay. Um, it, the reaction's been excellent. All the superstars and sort of colleagues, even people like The Rock, saying we know how hard Drew's worked for this. It's, it's fantastic. And uh, so the aftermaths really, obviously, made me even more happy than the actual moment itself. moment itself, I loved. I was I was still always resigning to the fact that Reigns won, but not even a bad way. I, didn't, I wouldn't have minded if Reigns won. I'm gearing up for Reigns Wyatt. I'm happy for them to go again with Reigns based on how well they... How, how I've enjoyed their booking of him since his return from, obviously, a tragic, tragic incident. So, um, uh, I, again, absolutely delighted for Drew. And, um, yes, as you, Oliver rightfully said, it will, I'll be amazed if it's not him versus Lesnar at WrestleMania. And uh, that's just a WrestleMania-worthy match. His main event-worthy, and I'm not talking about opening the show, bloody, bloody, I'm talking about main events and yep. last on the show. That ticks all the boxes for me. Um, I heard some people complaining about some of the advertised guys winning it, so they had no Sexiosis. Oh. No, <laughs> um, so no people Tucker really Bruce telling Sa- me they're angry that, oh, I respect people really telling me they're angry someone who's obviously blatantly never going to win in the first place. <laughs> Buddy Murphy was in a, you know, in a good spot in it, technically. Yeah, so, uh, Tucker, Rusev, Lashley, Murphy, and Kane and Kane and Velasquez were heavily rumoured. But could any of these guys made an impact anyway? So. No, if the Rusev Lashley if he normally wants to think about that. And they even mentioned that before the match. Even when Talking about a feud that's gone on forever. Yeah, well, they, they even, the commentators even said with Rusev and Lashley before the match. That's all fine. Heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's honestly telling me that they want they want to see Tucker Knight come out instead of MVP or Edge? Like, <laughs> you, you are, you're honestly, you, you're only kidding yourself. So you really go, oh, well, that's respect with uh, absolute rubbish. Well, you know, they would rather them over the NXT guys. Some people just come out of absolute rubbish. Sometimes. See, see, this is the thing I'm more used to, not the positive one. <laughs> it's, it's not positive it's defending the uh, product rather than slating the product it's slating yeah, so, um, whinging about the product <laughs> uh, comparing the two rumbles Naomi got the Kofi spot uh, rather than Kofi or um, Johnny Mundo impact at Morrison so um, did you enjoy her spot I thought it was a bit overdone she could have just well, jumped to the steps 
I was praying she was actually going to slip down it because it was looking so dodgy, wasn't it? Um, I think I like the way the fans actually moved back. Like, oh, she needs to help by moving out the way. <laughs> she might be slipping out of the rumble. But um, no, we were saying this. Like, sure, she could have, yeah, she made more hard work out of it. Like, couldn't she have just... Um, yeah, it, like, she, could have, she could have stepped on the, to the steps from that table. Well, <laughs> so. Can't you just, can't you, aren't you allowed to go on one foot? Yeah. She should yeah. have just hopped. <laughs> she could have just jumped down, hopped onto the steps. She didn't see that Shawn Michaels near elimination. From <laughs> the Only one of Shawn Michaels. Uh, were you disappointed there was only two NXTs guys in the men's rumble compared to 11 or 12 if you include that best Phoenix as a NXT in the women's rumble? I think it's fine. I think there was the two good mm. guys. Uh, I think Keith obviously had his moment with Rock. I mean, what else as well? I think you kind of hit there earlier, Chris, as well, and we're saying about we like the superstars that were coming like Brock. Imagine if you were just feeding, say, like, I don't know, say, like a really up and coming star like Johnny Gargano. Say if he came out and Eric Rowan's free, okay, you know, straight away. Yeah, yeah. whilst it does Brock go good, it doesn't, it doesn't, it would have been more harm than good because it was such yeah, a fantastically great. booked rumble. I think it would have um, had a negative effect bringing out those NXT guys. I think they got the two spot on and they both were used in correct, albeit. I suppose you could say disappointed that they were used correctly and um, it's done the job for both of them, especially even going forward, potentially. All right, so um, overall thoughts on the shows then? We've been doing this since 2017, being my favourite show by a country mile, and I'm even going to go as far as to say my favourite show um, since Money in the Bank 2011. Wow. Strong wow. praise. I can say on... I've, I've watched this show three times. <laughs> Well, I feel like I just feel we've. Sorry. Okay. I was just going to say, I feel like we, I just feel a bit more confident. I feel we turn into a new year, new decade, blah, blah, blah. Well, I generally do feel like we have turned a corner with this. They've made a star there and there. I feel like they are actually now nodding the new era. And again, with Rod's Clyde, again, it gives you confidence. Oh, okay, we've got all these fantastic stars on a show the night before that can they're going to come in. I think it's in such a great place, wrestling at the moment. They've obviously got great competition with AEW. It, it's made me so positive for this year. I can't tell. I know six months' time, yes, I'm probably going to be crying, whinging um, about when we go into, off to a stupid pay-per-view like Stomping Grounds and the main events, underwhelming. They've been dragged out long enough. Bloody, bloody, blah. The Raws are un- the, the Raw and Smackdowns are unwatchable at the moment but but no I've um I'm I'm so confident now ahead of the year based on this fantastic pay-per-view I mean do you think uh, it is the AEW effect finally having an effect on WWE bucket I want to say yes but part of me is just like um Vince is so focused on um was it X X that American football XFL XFL that he's allowing Triple H to make a decision no you could you could definitely see Triple H's effect on the women's Royal Rumble because there was some stories crossing over from NXT into the women's Rumble. Def- definitely, was yeah, definitely. Um, fingers crossed. But I'd say even the basics of things like the ricochet ball up on the Brock and then followed by Brock obviously with the, with the with with that little touch there, it just fills me with confidence that they are actually not making it up as they go along sort of thing. They're not. They actually know they've kind of got sort of plan. I know a few weeks ago they were saying WrestleMania plans are up in the air. But and that's not it's not often a bad thing. Yeah. I just feel comp- I think they've if you can take confidence, they've made a star there and then. I feel I still think it might even be the Paul Heyman effect with him on booking. Mm-hmm. That, I think that could be a big factor as well. But it just seems like they have got plans in place with guys. And again, we talk about striking whilst the iron's hot. It's almost like they strike while the album was red hot with Jack Insire. Yes, as I said, I've heard the week to ten days. It was. Ten days ago, it was Roman was on the winning rumble. They switched it in the last seven, eight, nine days. And the same with um, um, Basil was meant to win the women's. But in the last week or so, they've changed it to Charlotte. And there's still a lot, few months to go, so you can still get to your Reigns Reign team match, which again I've got no qualms about. I could I see it be... being a Reigns Brian Fiend triple threat. Oh, that'd be loud, even better. But then you, could, you can get the title off the Fiend, yeah. the Fiend loses. Mm-hmm. There's loads of ways you can get there. So we still got still got two pay per views, maybe even three. If they're doing fast lane as well. I know they're definitely doing Saudi elimination chamber, but I don't know if they're actually doing fast lane this year. I'm not um, sure. I've, I've heard there's two pay per views. It would just be elimination chamber and Saudi, which I think is fine. You don't want to overkill pay per views getting up to 
to the main I'm, assuming, so. I'm assuming the winner of the Elimination Chamber gets the Fiend. Yeah, and I've got no qualms that being Reigns, and that could be quite a cool spot there, and then wins, and then the Fiend attacks him after, so I think there's, 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 there's months to go. Rumoured that it is going to be uh, Reigns versus the Fiend at WrestleMania, so mm. yeah. But even last year it was with Kofi. He was um, not. You would have laughed if we had done this show last year. Said, oh yeah, Kofi's main event. Yeah, but heading the week, the week of WrestleMania is probably the most over superstar and hold of the company. So yeah, definitely. Things, things well, it was going to like be that. Mustafa Ali, wasn't it? But he got injured. Mm-hmm. Nice. We finished. Yeah, I think I've well, said. Well open. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do. Probably, I'm just so happy to read the show. It was uh, <laughs> so my favourite. I just knew I was gonna. I want a bit about the men's rumble. Yeah, cool. So, uh, <clears throat> so we've got plenty of interviews coming up over the next couple of weeks. Um, we had a really fun interview with ring two-time ring announcer of the year, uh, Mad Dog Mike Angus, last week. Uh, we've had loads of positive feedback. I'm so happy with it. And it's doing great numbers, consider it's an hour and a half. Mike had a story, a five-minute story for every question I had. He's just a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> and he's had, yes, had so many great wrestling experiences. It's such a fun listen. So go have a listen to that. We've got plenty of... I went to a charity show on um, last Thursday, hosted by Just Fabulous, and the promoter, Joey Rush, kindly let me conduct some interviews backstage. So over the next couple of weeks, I'll be releasing interviews with up-and-coming British stars, such as um, Harley Hudson... Troy McCarthy, RJ Silver, Harry McKenney, and then Matt Davis and James Reed, who are both trained by the girls young veterans, all lovely people. Um, you, can see, <laughs> you can tell I'm getting slightly more drunk as the interviews go on, because <laughs> the first one's six minutes long, the second one's seven, the third one's 15, the fourth one's 16, the fifth one's 19, and the last one's 23. So I'm <laughs> and people who know yeah. me, I, I can talk a lot when I'm a bit tipsy. I'm quite as the mouse when I'm sober, but get a couple of drinks down me, I don't shut up. So, so it's going to be interesting listening back to them. So if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter, BBGWPod, same on Facebook, and check out our websites, BBGWrestling.com. You can check out uh, what's going on with the OH review, which is, you've started a YouTube channel this week. Yeah, we just uh, we, we recorded uh, in video for the first time with with our cameras last night. So yeah, bloopers um, <laughs> galore. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's a good yeah. fun show, and we're not sure how to edit video wise. So the whole thing's probably going on there. I managed to edit the the audio version of it. So yeah, if you want to see just um, two two guys talking about Ring of Honor, but in a uh, really funny way then uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy the, the video version of it when it's uploaded ah, <laughs> we'll put a link in the description to the YouTube channel so yes. good night good, good night, night. Rob.